comes. Here. And watch out! He's gone! Wow! Point, because there's a 6% slope, 50 feet. So right now it will gather speed. Good weight. A two footer. Oh my goodness. All the way! Can you believe that? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Walk it in pod episode 35, special edition Ryder Cup week. We're here to break down one of the best golf tournaments and spectacles and sports and turn the page. We are officially in a new PGA Tour season, uh, and we already have a winner to talk about. It's remarkable how fast this calendar turns over and the new season starts. 10 days off. They don't, yeah, they don't take a break. They don't. Well, I mean, why would you take a break from golf, though? But if, if given the choice, wouldn't you just keep going out there and playing? Right. If the, if the tour is going to keep putting you in spectacular locations where... Napa? You know, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. I'm going to play golf, right? I would say, why not, right? And then, you know, Mr. California was licking his chops to go out there, Max Homa. That's right. And joined by fellow Californian Maverick McNeely, who was in the mix, shanked it on 17, then eagled 18, but still lost by a stroke. The California boys were in the mix because this past season, it was the Pebble Beach program where Mav McNeely had the sauciest of all holsters after his three wood into 18 and something about California that that kid likes. Yeah. Him and, and Homa, we, Homa beat Finau at Riviera, mm -hmm. uh, notably, obviously during, uh, I guess last season now, but there's something about California. Homa really turns it on. Um, people were joking. I saw on the interwebs, you know, if, if Brooks isn't feeling up for the Ryder Cup, just ship home out there real quick because you know, he's in good he's in good form. That's right. Uh, yeah, it was a third third tour win for for Max Homa, and like you mentioned, I mean, he had the Wells Fargo in addition to his Riviera win. Like he's won on hard courses. Fortinet Championship wasn't necessarily filled with top talent. I was surprised John Rahm was there. Did not play well leading yeah. into this week, which is which you could noting. have guessed. You would imagine that that's not necessarily where his head was at. I truly I don't surprising know. that he was out there. Like maybe he just wanted to get some swings in, I guess. But wouldn't I, you just like head yeah. straight to Wisconsin and get the, get your swings in there? I don't know. Especially if you go out there and don't perform well in a rather gettable course. I mean, it doesn't really matter for John Rahm. I fully expect him to have a great weekend this weekend. He's he didn't win the PGA Player of the Year, which we can maybe quickly touch on. But he's the best in the world. I was going to say, but he is the best, right? There is no doubt that he is the best golfer. Patrick Cantley got the award, probably in large part due to the fact that he won the tour championship. Um, but anyways, I, either way, good for Max Homa. A new season has started. The podcast, Walk It In Boys, will be picking this back up again in January, but we can't miss the Ryder Cup. So we, we've got to talk a little bit about the, the weekend on hand. We should talk a little bit about the picks seeing as we spitballed for weeks leading up to this. And guess who didn't make the team? Kevin Kisner didn't make the team. I think most golf fans know that by now, but it is worth and, noting. And Kevin Na. And Kevin Na, Mr. Walking in himself. I mean, there is one thing about the Ryder Cup. There will be some saucy walk-ins this weekend, like to win the hole, to come back in the match, get a little mo going. There will be some filthy, and I bet you Jordan Spieth is going to lead the charge on the on the sauciest walk in, but it is going to be something. There, um, 
every time I think about like all the swagger and these events and stuff, like you think about like all the insane fist pumps and stuff unrelated, but like, I want one of those like Spieth and Greller sand bumps. Yeah. Those like from the travelers, (laughs) you know, something like that, you know, you're going to get all of the bravado and all of the emotion and all that stuff. And Kevin Kisner, thankfully not a part of it, you know, um but there's i mean there's tons of guys with you know quote unquote swag that i think are going to yeah. make make this a, a really fun event yeah and we can talk about some guys who are making their first ever appearance at the Ryder Cup six rookies for the United States that includes Morikawa the aforementioned Patrick Cantlay Xander Shoffley fresh off a gold medal you've got Harris English Berger and then the guy we kind of clamored for Scotty yeah. captain's pick that's a big deal. Once once I knew my guy Kokrak didn't have a chance, I I was all about Scotty getting the last uh the last pick. And honestly, I think Stricker nailed all of these picks. Um I'm happy for for Scotty. I don't know. We you know, we'll talk about pairings and what we think teams will be and groupings and all that stuff. I don't know how much Scotty's going to play. Right. You know, he could just be like you know, maybe play one of the sessions and then play in singles. I'm not positive, but uh, it's it's good to see him on the squad. It's good to see all the videos and, you know, everything from social media, like him just yucking it up with the teammates, like, you know, clearly embracing everything. I think he's ready for it. Yeah. it. Scotty hasn't said anything in the media, but if you think back to when Roy McIlroy made his first appearance and as McElroy has always been, and you give him credit for consistency's sake, he speaks his mind and he said something to the effect of like, it's just a television event. It's really not that big of a deal. And then he gets swept up in it. And I think back to the Olympics this year when Justin Thomas and a lot of other players were just like, yeah, it's just a thing. But then they got there. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, okay, I get it. Right. Like I'm around a bunch of other Olympians who this is their, this is the pinnacle of their career. And it, it means something to represent your country and um, whether Scotty plays, however much Stricker puts Scotty in the lineup, like he's, it's going to be an experience and one where I don't think this will be the last time we see Scotty's uh, name and maybe even qualifying in the future and leaving it out of the captain's hands because for the United States, talent abound, right? They didn't go the route you already mentioned with taking people who were specialists. They just went with like, who are the best people who can hit the ball a mile at right. whistling straights. And then for the euros, they have three rookies. So that would be Bern Wiesberger, Victor Hovland, who I think is going to perform very well. And then Shane Lowry. Um, so they are a more seasoned team. You could say this week. Minus Hovland. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, Wiesberger and, and Lowry being rookies too, seasoned as in like Ryder Cup performances. Sure. Yeah. The, you know, I'll, I'll compare it to five stars and four stars and such like college football, but, all, you know, the five stars are on the American side mm-hmm. in, in terms of names and what it is on paper. And the odds reflect that we are a betting podcast after all, U.S. being minus 200 to win. Yeah, I saw 190 on DraftKings today, which is crazy. You know, just history alone makes that line seem seem insane and we'll, you know, when we get into our picks, I'll, you know, just talk about why I'm not laying that much juice 
for an American victory, but on paper, the U.S. is so stacked. It's just got to all come together. Right. But think about it, too. If we want to start to pick apart a little bit of this, of the makeup of the rosters and then talk about some of the formats, which we'll, we'll get into here in a minute. I mean, before I go too far, let me just first set the venue. So uh, if all goes according to plan, as I was telling Mark off air, I have I believe I will be on the grounds on Friday. I have suspicions that maybe things are going to not go my way, but I believe I will be on the grounds. I if you dr- do, we need to get you a media credential. I would think, where do I go to show them the walking in podcast? I should have already been taken care of. We need yeah. to, we need to get on that. <laughs> what is this? Uh, don't they know that we're going to be on site? Come on. Um, but we are at Whistling Straits. We are right on Lake Michigan in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Our buddies will be going up there next year. I'm super pumped to see this. I'm excited to experience the Ryder Cup as the guys at No Lane Up have pointed out you don't really go to watch the golf, so to speak. There's not a ton of golf happening. You're more there for the spectacle and the environment. Um, So I'm excited to get there bright and early Friday morning, the whole first tee, all of that. Um, Course should play long. It's a Pete Dye design. You'll, there'll be some gimmicks. Did you see the picture of the eighth hole? It's like a 504 yard par four. You can't see the fairway. So sick, just water all down the right. <laughs> right. And healthy breeze. And you're just like, okay, I, I so think sick. that bush is where I'm supposed to hit it. Right. right. Um, so plenty of cool sight lines being right there on the coast. But anyways, that is only to set the stage for the course this week. I'm sure there'll be plenty of love for whistling straights. It's not the first time we've seen it at a major event. I do want to go back though, to some of the players and guys you were just talking about. So you were talking about a bunch of five stars. Do we really know where Brooks Kepka's health is this week with his wrist? No. And I would put I would put Brooks and Morikawa. Right. That was my other guy. Same yep. in the same category. By all accounts, everything I'm seeing, nothing's been announced by Stricker or anything, but everything I'm seeing is that Morikawa and DJ might be playing together. Yeah. I'm not incredibly high on that team. Just I mean, first and foremost, Morikawa's got some back issues and really struggled the last few tournaments he's played. Yep. Um, Brooks Kepka, like you said, nobody knows. You know, he put out a little Instagram teaser today. It was like, you know, basically, you know, brother's been my brother's, blah, blah, blah. Let's After go. After getting you know, toasted by go USA. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where Brooks's head is at. It is funny. On DraftKings, Brooks, uh, Morikawa, and even DJ, pretty heavy juice for uh, the under on their points totals, which okay. I thought was interesting. Okay. Um, but the other five stars are going to have to carry them. JT and Spieth, you know they're going to play together. Um, Bryson is going gonna, is gonna to have to do some things. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens and what the pairings are. Um, I'm interested to see who... Finau is playing with and what, you know, what kind of, what goes on there, where Harris English falls into everything. Um, but on paper, the U S is a lot better. Yes. So there's a, we can kind of get into this a little bit. I'm, I'm a, sort of teasing some of the ways that you can bet the Ryder cup this weekend, but let's look at the U S captains picks, right? So we've got six guys. You got Finau, Shoffley, Spieth, 
Harris English, Daniel Berger, Scotty Scheffler, we've all touched on them in some way, shape, or form already. DraftKings offers a prop, top USA captain's pick point score. Who do you think, and let me just quickly throw out the odds that I have here in Chicago, Jordan Spieth, plus 275, tied with Xander at plus 275, Finau, four and a half to one, Scheffler, five and a half to one, Berger in English, six to one. Of that group, does somebody interest you? Xander, because the main reason being, I think Xander's going to play with his buddy Cantlay, mm-hmm. and Cantlay is in Fuego. I think that's an excellent cap. Excellent so, cap. You know, I do I think Spieth and JT are going to do really well? Yes. Yep. However, I think Xander and Cantlay is the more sure thing as a team right now, don't you? I would say that that's probably in terms of guys playing their best or could you as if you're Xander probably no better American to get partnered with right now in terms of current form. Right. And yep. their buds, as you've already mentioned, um, they were just yucking it up in, in Napa, uh, after Cantlay's tour championship win, right. Just living I saw life that the, the two of them and their ladies. Yeah. I was eating good meals, drinking good wine, you they're know, ready. They're ready for the, the vibes are think, high. The vibes I think are high. The two, yeah. I think the two of them are going to go off this week. I, I really like that, that handicap. I, um, for the sake of odds, you kind of already touched on like how much is Scheffler going to get run? How much is Berger going to get run? How much is English going to get run? Not so much in love with that, but like Finau also has played well of late. I don't know who his matchup partners will be, but I wouldn't say no to Finau. He has. Yeah. The the only thing for me on Finau is sorry to cut you off. I just don't know if he's going to be playing right four or five matches, you know, Whereas Xander is probably going to run out there almost, if, if not all matches, almost every one. Right. Because so f- for the weekend, just to sort of touch on what you just talked about. So Friday morning, there will be the foursome matches. In the afternoon, we'll have the four ball. On Saturday, foursome in the morning, four ball in the afternoon. And then Sunday, you'll have the singles matches. So there are four, essentially, four, op- four opportunities to play on friday and saturday right you could go morning afternoon morning afternoon and then your singles match you can eliminate the old people from doing that right right but this group there's no old guy in this group you're talking about u.s captain's picks right all of them are young spry i the only i don't know i'm gonna i mean Finau's in his 30s yeah he's 32 sure Harris English is 33. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he I let me put it this way. I don't like the idea of Scheffler for the reason you've already mentioned. How many times would he trot out there? I right. don't love Berger, same reasoning. Harris English, like, I actually think he could play really well, but I don't know if he'll go out there enough. The reason for Finau is, and I have not seen this course comparison, but to my eye, Northern Trust, like on the bay, he wins at Northern Trust. It's got some similarities. I'm not saying it's the same course, but like fresh off of victory, not even a month ago, yeah. it? maybe if we're looking at odds, but to your point, Xander at plus 275, given the Cantlay factor is, is really enticing. If you like Xander at plus 275, what's stopping you from betting him at plus 350 to just be the top overall captain's pick point score? So mixing in uh, Sergio, oh, yeah. Lowry, and Poulter. 
The Do you think up, Sergio Lowry or Poulter would score more than Xander? I Sergio's the only one I would say maybe. And the only reason I'm saying that is because the no lane up guys are on site today and they were humming about Sergio today. Yeah. Humming. Okay. So right. that's the only guy that would give me like maybe. Uh, so maybe I would, you know, shave off the extra extra bit to to take him just on the u.s side but again that's i i love it just uh you know for first first pick teaser there i'm already on xander to be the top u.s captain's pick score there we go plus i didn't even know that was going to be your pick and i teed you up i know you did you you started a whole conversation about one of my picks i love it i mean and you came in with some numbers with some vibes (laughs) i should have known you'd already had this thing circled that's Um, right which we don't have to get too far down on the card yet, because I, I don't know if there's other storylines and things. I you know we were kind of picking apart the U.S. roster there. I, I'll be candid. I know and feel a lot fewer things when it comes to the European team. I mean, you're mentioning old guys. Like how many times does Lee Westwood trot out there on on Friday and Saturday? Um, yeah. Like throw in Paul Casey for that matter, who had a really good season. Like throw in Sergio, throw in Ian Bolter, like. These aren't young dudes on the Euro side. No, these. I mean, some of these vice captains for Europe are like, you know, the same age. Maybe I'm sure some of them are even younger than, you know, uh, Lee Westwood, for example. Yeah. But like Henrik Stenson, Graham McDowell, Martin Keimer, Luke Donald, you know, all vice captains that are probably similar age to some of these uh, European players. Mm hmm. Which is, you know, it's crazy. Um, but the the flip side of that is they've got a ton of experience uh, in this event, in high stakes events, thing, you know, things of that nature. I'm yep. interested. I just, I really, I wish we knew the pairings already because I, um, I'm just so interested to see who some people will be paired with. Like I've heard Rory and Poulter are going to play together. Yep. I've heard... Fleetwood and Sergio are going to play together. Uh, you know, I've so many different possibilities that I don't, I'm just getting really excited on both sides. Like I yep. just think the possibilities are endless. I I feel bad because I'm going to pivot back to the U S roster, but what do we think about Justin Thomas this weekend? I don't know. I think I like, I, I get all the feels, you know what I mean? When, yep. when thinking about JT and Spieth, Right. Playing together. Right. Um, they were you know, great even in Paris to, in 2018. To take it a step further, you got JT back wearing Ralph Lauren. It's like just like a whole. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I want to feel all the things. I'm a little bit nervous. I, you know, I think Xander and Cantley will perform better than Spieth and JT. Although the 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 Spieth fanboy in me wants the other to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. JT had a weird year uh, on the PGA Tour. Like, didn't play terribly in the playoffs, but it just wasn't. But he went. He went from between the players and the playoffs. Basically, no no top tens. Right. Right, because he had he had a T four at Northern Trust in the Tour Championship, and then had the T twenty two at BMW. But you're right, like in between all that or before all of that, it was just 
It's like, what are we doing? It was doing? in like, you know, 25th, 25th, 27th, 30th, right. like just kind of plodding along. And, and the big problem, which we talked about at the start of the podcast, like maybe episode one, he just did not putt well at all. Right. It was the Achilles heel all season, despite the win at the players in March, like you mentioned. So yeah, I I would imagine that one of the first groups out the door on Friday is going to be JT and Jordan. There doesn't really seem to be a whole lot to overthink there. You've already mentioned Xander and Cantley. Like all of that makes a lot of sense to me. Who who does Bryson play with? <laughs> oh, fantastic question. They're not they're not going to keep him on the bench. He's going to play with somebody. Yeah. multiple times like who's it gonna be uh, is it gonna uh, be fee now okay is it, is it gonna be harris English? i was Just gonna a little say bit like more mild say mannered? yes but see they had that situation at when they were put on the clock what tournament was that uh i'm trying to remember too and I harris harris fumbled it down the stretch this was maybe like uh early august late july right um, but he did also uh, the the tournament is escaping me also but he did mention because he happened to go on no laying ups pod that the week after and he mentioned that it was kind of just a circumstance thing he didn't blame bryson right and he actually enjoys playing with bryson feels bad for bryson the whole thing and like that so you know maybe they'd be a fit I think that was the FedEx, the WGC FedEx. I think that's what yeah. it was, the St. Jude invitation. Maybe they'd be a fit. Maybe Finau could fit with them. They're just fucking bombers. And, yeah, you know, they just, you know, they kind of, not that they play extremely similarly. Nobody really plays like Bryson, but I could see that as a pairing. Yeah. I would say English was going to be my first, my first one, even despite the little snafu. Um, yeah. Because Harris has even come out in the media, which few guys have done and did speak to like the experience and almost empathizing with what Bryson has dealt with on the course this season. He didn't, he said more than most guys have said. Um, and I think that I could see the two of them being a decent mesh for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I hope, I just hope that Harris English doesn't sit the bench, you know, because he, is boring for lack of a better term. You know what I right. mean? Like I hope right. that Stricker and the vice captains and everybody putting together the game plan understands that Harris English is one of the best players in the world currently. Yep. Can flush it putts really well and can really be an asset to the team. Um, so I'm hoping that he's used that way. We'll see. Um, so, so Harris English total points, one for the tournament DraftKings offering this over under one and a half. Without knowing yeah. what the odds are, like, what do you think? You know, I I like the over. It's just, it gives me pause not knowing how much he's going to play. Right, right. And that's obviously factored into this. The- like, to get over one and a half points, to get to two points, you have to play at least three times to feel comfortable betting Agreed, it. agreed. Sure, he can go two and zero, oh, but you want a guy... If his if his point total is one and a half, you want him playing at least three times, right? So we'll see. I just don't know if he's going to play three times. Um, that's why I would have a little bit of pause, right? 
because you got eight guys going out Friday morning, eight guys Friday afternoon, and then eight and eight, and then you got the singles matches. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's it's tough to say because like we've talked about, this team is chock full of five stars. Like I could see Harris, he's not one of the younger guys on the team, right? So I could see Harris getting depending on where things are at, maybe getting one of the afternoon slots on Friday and then getting maybe a no-show on, mm-hmm. on Saturday. So then you're yeah. hoping he wins both because you're hoping he takes home his singles match. I don't know. Right. It's but tough. it's plus 120 for, for one and a half for him. Um, another guy that stands out, I mean, Spieth over two and a half. You got to think Spieth is playing five times. Are you, you're just teeing up my picks here, Jeff. Oh, give it to me. Come on, let's go. Let's Spieth, go. Oh, Spieth over two and a half plus 125. I love it. I think he's going to play at least four times. He'll play three times with JT or or whomever, and then he'll play singles on Sunday. And I think he can go three and one in those four matches. And hell, he might even play five matches, which gives me an extra point to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he and JT are going to be heavily relied upon by Stricker and company. Yep. Yep. That seems to be in a team chock full of drama, the most stable relationship that exists. Like yeah. they're to your point about Xander and Cantley, they're probably second. So if you want to play point totals over Cantley is also plus one twenty five for over two and a half points. And then if you want to find Xander, he's plus one twenty. Um, so the best, the best number you can get out there. If you think the same situation for JT and speed applies to Canley and Xander. Then you get play Canley also, right? That's what I mean. Like if you think that that partnership is going to be a staple throughout Friday and Saturday, and you feel good about their chances, then Cantley at over two and a half points gives you a really good, really good juice there. Agreed. So I'm taking that lock it. Cantley over two and a half plus plus one twenty-five. I love it. Not a, I, um, not a rookie to this stuff. Not a rookie to the Ryder Cup, but he's been in President's we, Cups. Should we keep talking bets here? Yeah. What else you got? So you mentioned Cantlay, and I've got a juicy one, a, a big double breaker here. Can, uh, top point scores. So this is offered by DraftKings. It's basically like a, a one-two finish kind of prop that they offer for, for regular tournaments, but top point scorers can't lay for us and rom for europe so both have to happen is 30 to 1 plus 3000 i'm on it for half a unit say the bet one more time for me can't lay top us point score yep rom european top point score is this a tournament prop yep uh it let me find where special bets maybe no it was um I believe you. I'm just curious for my tournament. own. Tournament. No, not tournament lines. It is in. Sorry to make you dig through the, okay. the depths of this. I'm just curious. It's all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna find this. Don't you worry. I know you will. We don't have to, you don't have to dig through it. I'll keep searching through my, my app and just see, I just want to see what else is out there, but um, you're good. Don't worry about it here. Let me ask you a question while you're digging through that. 
Yeah. Do you think, so one of the other DraftKings prop is the race to certain number of points. Do you think mm-hmm. the U.S. starts out hot on Friday? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. Because there's a lot, you're laying a decent amount of juice if you want to say the race to five points, uh, minus 170 for the United States. Um, that's, I mean, that's tough to bet on. That's tough with, especially the way the euros play when it comes to some of these matches, like they Mm -hmm. aren't, that's kind of where they make their, Hey, I mean, they've buried the U S in the past with, you know, Friday and Saturday runs where they're just nuking guys when it comes to some of these Mm -hmm. four balls and foursomes, that's just where they make their hay. So, um, yeah, not necessarily interested that from not interested for the, in that myself, but uh, interesting to think about. Like, does one team get off to a hot start? Is this a seesaw battle? Where do we end up? Before I lose my train of thought here, I found the bet for you. Uh, DraftKings.com. Go yep, to golfer. Yep. Go to golfer props. Yep. Top team point scores. Got it. So they that, give you a, they give you a bunch of possibilities. Yep. The uh, the favorites is uh, JT and Rom, and DJ and Rom, which I think is interesting. Yeah, very interesting to see DJ there. Um, but I love Cantlay and Rom, top uh, points uh, scores for their teams respectively. Both have to happen, uh, a parlay, if you will, thirty to one. Um, I love it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put a half unit on that. Yep. Yep. Uh, looks like you can get Cantlay, McElroy, 35 to one. Uh, what else is in there? Shoffley, McElroy, 35 to one. Like it's really coming down to, do you like Rom? Do you like McElroy? At least that's what the book is, is sort of carving out here in terms of top point scores for mm-hmm. the Euros. I think, I think one that the public will really like, and, and it's something that I'm, at least my eyeballs are on. I just don't know how sold i am on the second guy but xander and hovland 60 yep. to one wow if you get xander to be the top american and hovland to be the top euro that's 60 to one i just don't know how sold i am on hovland at this point sure but you would also imagine when it comes to a team with four dudes who are i mean sergio and his pedigree with when it comes to Ryder cups is something you have to factor in but Garcia, Poulter, Lowry, Lee Westwood. That's four dudes who are on the other side of things as it relates to players. And on the U.S. side, like DJ's the oldest guy. And yeah. it's not even like DJ's that old, really, right? So you, um, yeah, how much run does, does, does Hovland get? Probably another guy who I'll probably look at his individual sure. point matchups. Or sorry, his individual point scoring. What, uh, what else do you have? I've got two other picks. Uh, that's really it. I, I circled a few of those guys that I already mentioned. So the, the point scores on the over for speed, the point total over on Cantlay, and then possibly the over on English, but I will have to wait and see if some news comes out over the next 48 hours to actually lay that. So yeah. it's slighter pickings for me this week. Sure. Yeah. And I don't have a ton either, but a couple of things like really stuck out to me. And then, you know, we'll try to put some plays out on Twitter uh, yep. when matchups are announced and that sort of stuff. Um, I really like Poulter over one and a half minus half, minus one ten. Okay. 
All he has to do is win his singles match on Sunday. And then th- there's rumors of him playing with Rory, yep. you know, win one of those matches. And that gets him to two points real quick. Um, and I don't think Poulter will sit the bench most of the weekend. You know, I don't think he's going to go out there four or five times, but if he plays at least three times, you know, he can get two points. Yep. Um, and then my final bet, a big one, Team USA to win by by one to three points plus 250. So a winning margin prop offered by nice. DraftKings. Uh, USA to win by one to three points plus 250. I think it'll be close, but I think the US will get it done on home soil. Another fun one to like really just throw out lottery tickets. The biggest winning margin in any of the matches, right? You can get... Uh, the biggest, the biggest win winning margin you can get like four in four up with two to play, 65 to one. You can get five up with three to play, 12 to one. Wow. Um, you can get four up with three to play at 20 to one. That's intriguing. Um, I mean, they've got, you know, one of the like longest shots. If they're saying the biggest winning margin is three up with one to play is 500 to one. My God. Uh, that's pretty, that is really, really interesting. Um, three up with one to play. Three up with one to play being the biggest margin of the weekend. I don't, I mean, 500 to one is like put a dollar on it just for shits and giggles. Um, but I would say, of the long, long shots, like four up with three to play at 20 to one seems interesting. I like, I like five and three, five and three. What did I say? That was That's 12 to one. Yeah. Five, five and three would be interesting. Yeah. I think those are the two. If, the, yeah. if there's a, a margin in there that looks enticing in terms of the payout, I think it's four and three and five and three. Mm-hmm. So I might just do one of those. That just sounds like fun. What a <laughs> just random, for something what a to root for. Yeah. To root for. I mean, I like that. I'll have my USA guys. I'm going to be rooting on, but that that looks like fun. Yeah, uh, and that's really all I got. I, you know, I think this is a a really fun weekend, and with the U.S. playing host, things should be groomed to the U.S.'s liking. I'm excited to just see the spectacle uh, yeah. again. If all things go well, this is a. Uh, sort of a bucket list thing. Although I will say, I think we've talked about this on the podcast in the past of going to a tournament next year and making that a yearly thing for walking mm-hmm. in. I think going to a Euro, like when the Euros host it, I think that's yeah. a, that I, awesome. I saw on the news yesterday or on Instagram that they were releasing early tickets for, I believe it's in Italy in 2022. Mm-hmm. To 2020, are they or do they flip it to 2023? Shoot, I don't know if they if they tried to match the two years again um, or what they're doing. But anyways, I think that would be a fun one to put on our bucket list. That would be awesome. Hey, before we sign off, let me ask you about Bryson and Brooks. No, I'm just kidding. We are not talking about (laughs) Bryson and Brooks. Save their ears. Uh, Well, we will be back as we noted last time. Uh, Well, actually, before I close it up, Mark, you want to recap your picks? Do you have them in front of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get them up. Let me get them up again. Um, The first one I gave out was Xander top American captain's pick plus 275 uh, for a unit. Um, 
Poulter over one and a half points, minus 110 for a unit. Spieth over two and a half, plus 125 for a unit. Um, USA to win by one to three points, plus 250. And then the uh, the big double breaker, Cantlay for US, Rom for Europe, top point scorer parlay there, 30 to one, uh, half a unit. I'm joining you on Xander as top captain's picks uh, point score. And then I'm also going to take the over in points for Cantlay at plus 120. I'm going to take the over in points for Spieth at plus 120. And then I'll or sorry, plus 125 for Cantlay, plus 120 for Spieth. And then I will be playing around with the idea of Harris English over one and a half points, but have to kind of wait and see over the next couple of days as some clarity comes out about his uh, his performance. And then the just for shits and giggles, I think I'm going to take the biggest winning margin is going to be four and three at 20 to one. That'll be my little, little lottery ticket for the weekend. Um, for the record, 2023, Rome, Italy. That'll be 2023, fun. 2027, Ireland. That one might be the one I think I would prioritize if yeah. I'm looking out into the future. Um, when future, we're in year six of walk it in, I was going to say all the, all the winnings will easily pay for the trip, right? Yes. I am sure this weekend there will be some of the sauciest of walk-ins uh, as it comes down the stretch for the Ryder cup whistling straights. I'm excited to be there on Friday. Looking forward to recapping and being back on the pod as we roll out the 2021-2022 season in January. Um, Walking in, we'll be back. Keep an eye on the social medias for picks and news. In the meantime, thank you for joining us on this journey and go USA. Go USA.